My my dad well, thinks that we have orgies all the time. <laughs> and yes, yes, I did wait until you press start. Yeah. Actually, you went to do it, and I started talking, and then like you didn't, so I had to like restart. Welcome to Geekosity, where we talk about geeky things and orgies. Yeah. That we have. Yeah. Together. Yeah. With us. Yeah. And, and everyone us. else. Yeah. <laughs> I'm joined by Danny and the Orgy Master. He hasn't mastered it, trust me. No. <laughs> Flashing! Yeah. Speaking of which, we all just saw the flash. Yeah. Uh, so I, uh, spoilers and spoilers and spoilers. Although, and it, will have been spoilers. Out, it will have been out for a bit by the time yeah. this podcast gets released. But, but as a Father's Day gift, I took these guys to the movie before spoilers happened. To us. And, uh... Yeah. <laughs> so, I thought the movie was all right. Uh, it 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 wasn't a bad movie. I just the problem with movies that get hyped up, you know, you expect a certain amount of satisfaction from the movie that I did not get from this one. Yeah. And they're like, "Oh my god, it's the it's the best movie of the year." I mean, of course they're going to say that in the trailer, but I just, lots of people are saying that, you know, oh my god, it's actually really good. It was just good. Unless you're Danny. I'm going to be honest, I, I, I I thought the movie itself was terrible. It had its moments. Uh, you know, some of the nostalgia factor kicked in when Keaton showed up. And then... Not, not just when he showed up, but... When they played the music, when they, when you know, recycled the recycled some of the old, um, like original Batman movie uh, props. When, when and, he said the thing, yeah, when he said the thing. <laughs> Although that wasn't really nostalgic as much as just awesome. It was, man. It was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, the only like the CGI was terrible. Oh God, the. Which Far too much of it, too. Which apparently that was done on purpose, according to the director. The, Good the cover. The story was okay. I, I I don't... I feel like they could have done better. Like... Yep. Yeah. Yep. The other, the other thing I did like, and, I, and this, is, this is... I'm trying to be positive here. The dog... <laughs> that dog was fucking great. <laughs> dog that is... therapy dog that was going to need therapy. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I mean, but even even the end end credit scene was pointless. I felt like the entire movie was just like, let's see how many people we can have cameo in this movie. It doesn't need to make sense. Let's just throw them in there. Like, I'm sorry, as much as I love, you know, Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman, Yeah. she didn't really need to be there. She was just like, you know, she wrapped her lasso around Batman and... And the dude that he was trying to save, and who then, was the bad and, guy. And, and then when uh, the Flash tried to get it off of Batman, you know, holding it, uh, confides that he knows what sex is, but has just never experienced it. You know, it Lasso was basically truth. a comic relief moment yes. 
that yeah. it's she served no purpose other than that. I mean, it, it gave it, her no validity whatsoever. Well, she came in, she saved the guy's ass, and then she left. Now, the one thing, the one thing that did kind of strike me uh, in that particular scene, uh, well, not that particular, that, but that sequence, uh, is when uh, that was a sick ass bat. That bike, though. When Flash said, you know, it, it's occurred to me that I'm always cleaning up messes, but they're always bat messes. Yeah. Actually, the funny thing is, in Flashpoint Paradox, Batman had to clean up the Flash's mess. <laughs> okay, I did, I did love all the various Easter eggs that they threw in there. Yeah. Like the reference... You know, uh, Supergirl being kept in Russia, a reference to Red Sun. Yeah. Um, when they were trying to get future alternate Barry's powers back, yeah. they sort of recreated the scene from Flashpoint Paradox where Thomas Wayne helps him get his powers back. Yeah. You know, they did little nods to various comic series in the movie, and that I really, really enjoyed. I love it when they do that. Yeah, I, I, I like the, I like the Easter eggs and you know the nostalgia to what they did. But overall, I'm sorry, I just, I, I can't say that it was a good movie. And uh, I'm sorry that that it was your father's day gift. No, 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 no. It's cool. I'm, I'm happy to go to a movie and hang with you guys. That meant more to me than the movie itself. So, I mean, I don't apologize for that at all. Yeah, it was... People told me it was going to be great. Well, like I said, I thought, I thought it was pretty good for being... for being a DCEU movie and it being technically the last... Thank God it's Elseworlds being the last one, which I've heard rumors that they pretty much made that movie as a giant... Clusterfuck. Well, no, a giant <laughs> F.U. to James Gunn's DCU. Um, really? Because it seems to me like they were just trying to be like, you know what? Let's just... just, just like... You know, uh, I'm a chef, and I'm going to add some hamburgers, some cottage cheese, some horseradish. I'm going to throw in a head of lettuce. A chicken uh, breast. What the hell? You know, the raccoon that was rubbaging through my garbage. Sounds delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think, I, think it's, I think it sets the bar very, very low for what he has to clear. I'll be honest. If that was the last thing for the DCEU, now it, going into his, there's not a whole <clears throat> lot of a hurdle to clear. Now, see if they oh. knew that if they knew that everybody was going to be recast, so they wanted to try and give them all one last hurrah. Just have the Justice League come together one last time, and you know? and have you it know, be in of, a serious of, role, like not. Just okay. This person shows up for a comic relief moment. Yes. That person shows up for a comic. Well, relief but that's moment. what I'm saying. It kind of just like takes away from 
the movie and the characters themselves when you just throw them in there to throw them in there. And it takes away from the legacy of what they were doing up to that point. It kind of just says, okay, all of that stuff that we did before, yeah, it, it's it's garbage and it's like, for example, we wasted our time. Uh, Wonder Woman, spoilers, I know you guys haven't seen it. She cameos in Fury of the Gods. But that was all over the internet, so... Yeah. You know, I, I assume that you already knew that part. But her cameo was like... It, it wasn't just, oh, you know what, we, we want someone else in this movie. So we're going to throw you in there in just like a random scene. She actually played a key part in the movie, even though she was only in one scene. And this one, she was strictly comic relief, and it was just... No. did enjoy the Barry and Barry interaction. Yes, that was very well done, in my opinion. He did do that very, very well. The, the Barry talking to Barry was very... Barry. Was very Barry. <laughs> it was... It was I, a I, good... I think that his favorite cereal should have been something with berries in it. Crunch berries. Yes. It was a very good back and forth, and him like realizing stuff about himself, and being like, "You talk way too much, and now I understand why everybody tells me that." <laughs> well, and I liked the one problem I had with Ezra Miller as Barry Allen is Ezra Miller's Barry Allen was not a very Barry Allen. But the True. more he dealt with his younger self, the more Barry Allen he became. Yeah. You know, his, his character finally started to act like Barry Allen acts in the comics. You know what, you know what was weird, though? When he's in the... I, I'm just going to call it the Keaton universe. When he's in that Keaton universe, he acts more like Barry Allen. But when... He's not in that Keaton universe. He seems very, uh, just, I want to say aloof, but not, not even aloof, just out of sync with everything else. He's just so awkward and yeah. too awkward. Yeah. But, like I said, when he was in the Keaton universe, though, not awkward at all. No, he was a little more serious when he was in that particular... But like I said, it started after he dealt with his younger self. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, at least when he was, uh, like, at home with mom and dad, there was a reason for his awkwardness, because it's like, that was the first time that they'd been together as a family in his entire adult life. Yeah. Which, by the way, I hated the mother. That made no freaking sense, that casting at all. I swear she was a diversity hire. Yeah. Well, no, they did that because of Ezra Miller's heritage. They wanted to match that heritage. But he doesn't look... it. You know, like, he looked like the dad, but had no... Other than, like, hair color. Yeah. No semblance to the mom. No. At all. So, it's like, at least try and cast somebody that would look... Like his mother. Yeah. 
but anyway, what were your guys' favorite parts out of the movie? The dog. I knew he was going to say the dog. The dog and... Okay, besides the dog as well. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton showing up as Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to lie, when he first came out of the cupboard, I thought that was going to be his Alfred. I thought it was going to be Adam West. He was dead. I, I know, dead. but I thought they were going to CGI him in because... I mean, what the hell? They've CGI'd everything else. They did CGI him in technically. Yeah, technically they did. He was he was one of those else worlds, along with uh, the Reeves. Well, I, I was just I was, I was thinking that when when it was down in that kitchen and the bells and all that stuff, I, I was thinking they were gonna dub him in with one of those ridiculous nineteen sixties you know dance Batman routines. <laughs> That, that's how the movie was looking to me at that point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, uh... uh but the Easter eggs and the, the berry-berry. That, that back and forth. Especially, like, when he, he was starting to realize that he, like, royally screwed up the timeline. Yeah. The Eric Stoltz? <laughs> Eric Stoltz, <laughs> no. Uh, Michael J. Fox. Oh, you mean the guy from Footloose? No, that's Kevin Bacon. Bacon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then, like, Gar Gary with, the, you know, his underwear and spread <laughs> leg to show a tattoo. That was tattooed upside down on his leg. <laughs> Is it, though? <laughs> and just staring at him like, oh, did you just... John. My... My favorite part probably was. By the way, I include Keaton as Easter egg, because I mean. Yeah, I mean yeah. He, he was. But that's that's why I didn't mention him specifically because I lumped him with all the like the Easter eggs of various things because of course. I just seeing him back was awesome. Oh my god. I think my favorite, one of my favorite parts in the movie was, actually not parts, but just the interaction that Barry was having with everyone in the movie, in the Keaton universe. Okay, okay. yeah, I, I was going to ask that. Because him just, like, interacting with himself, and then realizing shit, I'm interacting with myself, this is gonna completely fuck things, and then meeting the Michael Keaton Batman and realizing, shit, this isn't the Batman I know. This isn't the Batman I know, and apparently this isn't the universe I know. And then Michael Keaton gives that scarily accurate-sounding multiversal description. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is like, that sounds very similar to how they described time travel for Endgame. Except he explained it, like, ten times better. And, and... And was using, you know, had the fucking spaghetti noodles and was like, you know, you think time goes like this, where, you know, 
you do something and it just branches off into a new future. And it's like, no. What happens is you create a nexus point and now you have a new future Wait, and a new past. Did, I didn't did, see Swamp did you, Thing. Did, did you catch on to that? Yeah. Like, because they were mentioning Back to the Future and that's where that time theory came from? Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere along the line, somebody wrote a movie and you know said that it goes like this, and then there's a split off from it if you change time here, and and then and then he used the whole you know cooked spaghetti as yeah the multiverse, multiverse. and then you which know, is actually technically the same way they explain it in Dragon Ball. Not really. Z and Super. Not really. Yeah, it really is because Trunks' universe. Still exists. It's still going on. It's doing its own thing. Well, and then this one's doing this, and that How one's doing that. How far are you in Super? Uh, I am at uh, the. I'm, I'm. They're getting ready to start the Tournament of Power. So okay, so you're past the Black Goku arc. Yes. Okay. So did you notice that Trunks' future no longer exists? That well, that's because happen. they had to shut it down because of Zamasu. Yeah. But it was still going on. Like, if you go by Back to the Future theory. His universe should have ended as soon as the whole cell thing finished. Like, that would be the Back to the Future theory. But because it continued going on after that, when he went back, nothing changed, and, you know, now, Go like now Goku it, Black's there. You know, but, like, he explained it. You're jumping to other timelines, which yes. technically would be other universes, because it couldn't possibly be the same timeline. Yeah, to avoid paradoxes, which then I love how double the triple berry, the one that we see that, the one that's purple like The one that uh, kind of looked like Savitar slash the rival. Yeah. Which and neither it, of which were Barry Allen enemies, but whatever. As soon as I saw that one, I was like, that's the other berry. That has to be the other berry, because... See, I thought something very different. I thought that that was like the Speed Force trying to stop him. I was kind of thinking <clears throat> the same thing. You know, at first when we, you didn't really get a very good look at him. Yeah. And then the second time we see him, and you know, you can like look kind of like just a buildup of metallic objects. Yeah. As soon as. 18-year-old Barry got that first... I was like, son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, after he got the metal going through his hand, I was like, yeah, that confirms it for me. That that other speedster is Barry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I saw... I When I saw that, I'm like, damn it. It's not the Speed Force. It's the fucking Barry. Yeah. Damn it. Barry, what'd you do this time? <laughs> The one thing I did like is how he how he reacted to all the different Batman <laughs> that showed up. Well, not just Batman, but Superman. The the stupid thing is they only did Batman and Superman. They didn't do like uh, Linda Carter's Wonder Woman. Um, they didn't do any other iterations of you know Cyborg or you know they could have done Aquaman. Like, he hasn't really had another outside of Smallville he hasn't really had another live action yeah I'm, I'm wondering if they did that on 
purpose. But like Cyborg, there is a Cyborg in Doom Patrol. Well, I'm, I'm wondering if they, on purpose, just grabbed... Well, no, because the original Superman wasn't a movie, it was a TV series. I was thinking that they were just... Well, pull, remember... They were just pulling from, like, movie verses. Supergirl appeared with Christopher Reeves' Superman. Yeah. And she wasn't originally in... The Christopher Reeves. You know, she was in her own The Adventures of Supergirl or whatever. Yeah. And that stupid-ass fucking Nicolas Cage Superman never existed and shouldn't have ever existed. Super Cage. Super Cage. (laughs) So, we have finally found something that rivals my Batfleck hatred. It is a Super Cage hatred by Kyle. (laughs) Suit looked good on him, though. (laughs) You know what I... The thing that really bugged me about that most of all... There was not a bug. It was a spider. <laughs> yeah, that, that that was a hell of a beast. The thing that when right they now. when they showed him as Superman, he had this like long hair, and I just I hated it. I'll be honest. He looked ridiculous. Yeah, looked like, ridiculous. But the, like back when they were originally going to make that movie, if they'd given him a Superman like a legitimate Superman hairstyle, yeah, I probably wouldn't have hated it so much. But when they showed the the screenshot of what he would have looked like, you know, like from, from when they were trying on suits, I'm like, that's not Superman. Well, Superman were... did not have that hair. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. When he came back to life, he did. When he came back to life. Yeah. That's, that's what, not an that's, origin story. That's what they were pulling from. <laughs> I don't give a crap. <laughs> <laughs> At that point in time, the previous Superman had been Christopher Reeve. Yeah. That was what he had to follow up. Oh, man, I wish Brandon Ruth had been in there. Yeah, that's weird that they didn't have Brandon Ruth in it. I don't know. Or Grant Gustin. He was the good Flash. He... he I would love to see him Flash. That sounded wrong. Totally. I don't know. All in all, I, 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 I just you know what I mean. Like I yeah. would have loved to have seen him, like you know, be one of the Flash. He, sh- in my honest opinion, he. Sh- they he should have been the Flash to begin with. He embodied well, they- Barry Allen pretty damn perfectly. They kind of, they kind of screwed over the CW. Because at first the CW wanted to borrow Ezra Miller's Flash. And they're like, hey, we're doing this huge, you know, crossover event. And we would like permission to have Ezra Miller just make a cameo. No. And then not until very last minute, when everything was being built up, they literally were like, oh, yeah, yeah, you can you can go ahead and borrow him. That way it'll boost. It'll build up to our movie. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead and borrow him. But, uh, by the way, he, your Flash isn't going to be in our Flash's movie. Because <clears throat> he's he's a low-grade actor. Not only that, but he's a TV show it, actor. By the time the Flash comes out, CW decided to go in a different direction from superheroes. They felt very superheroed out. Yeah. But, I mean, they, they still could have at least asked Grant Gustin to be like, Hey, 
would you like to make a cameo like Ezra Miller did with you? Not even, like, have that same interaction, just sit there and have, like, one of those fucking spinning globes of TV and it just be, you know, just a brief image of the Flash. Grant Gustin's Flash. Or even, like, just, you know, like how he did his lightning intro or whatever. Yeah. Just, you know, so you see his lightning going through a city. It didn't even have to necessarily be him, but just, like, acknowledge him. I'd have liked to have seen him popped up in the uh, Flashpoint <clears throat> and in, in the Speed Force and be like, you messed up. <laughs> or have him just or, pop in and go, and just see all three Flashes and be like, you fucked up. And then bolt yeah, back out. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Shows up, sees that, uh, the Barry that kept trying over and over again, sees him and goes, oh, you created your own Savitar too. Good luck with that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> something. Or, you know, like, have Stephen Amell come out as the Spectre because the multiverse is in danger. He can do that. Yeah. You know, have him show, Barry, what'd you do now? Have, you know, <laughs> have him turn around and say, you're not Barry. Just, Barry, what did you... Who, Who the, the fuck, fuck are, are you? Jing <laughs> <laughs> Jimiko. It's at the store. <laughs> Shit. Barry. Barry, you have failed it. You have Barry, you have failed it. Shit. Barry, you have failed this people. Barry, you have failed this multiverse. <laughs> I'm, I'm shutting it down. Fix this fucking shit. <laughs> Shutting it down. Shutting it down. <laughs> so, least favorite part. And no, you cannot say Batfleck, and I cannot say Supercage. Super God, that even sounds wrong. Saying. You just totally took the wind out of my sails. <laughs> Ezra Miller. Not a big fan. I'll be honest. I All through the movie, I, I kept thinking to myself... I feel like I'm watching a low-budget superhero movie. I just, I don't like... I don't like him as a person. I don't like him as an actor. I, I think he did all right with his interaction with himself. And See, with my the... problem is he he can be a really good actor, but he's not a Barry Allen. Right. It wasn't until the interactions that the older Barry started to be Barry. I keep repeating that. I think I think he keeps going back in time, and I just keep reliving it over and over. Again. <laughs> I I will say my least favorite part was Ezra Miller's interactions with other characters outside of the Keaton universe. Like like I said, as soon as he was in that Keaton universe, it felt more like Barry Allen, and then as soon as you took him out of that, it just it felt super awkward again. It just, it, it felt corny. Like, his awkwardness with Iris West, who, you know, he went to college with, he almost, in that universe, almost dated. You'd think he'd be, I mean, understandably, a little awkward with her, but not to that well, I mean, it, degree. It, well, and like, when they were asking him to do his interview, and he said, well, the tomato sauce moved to the top shelf... So he had to look up, or whatever he said. It's like... Well, no, no, no. He said, 
Barry Allen, like, for him to have experienced everything he experienced and to know everything he knows, he wouldn't have just, like, openly told reporters, you know, things that he shouldn't have been able to know. You know, he things that he changed. Yeah, he would have been smarter than that. Yeah. So, like, it wasn't just him being awkward. It was just he was a fool. Yeah. And the very beginning of the movie, <clears throat> him just being picked on by the two people, it felt very, I don't know, high schooler-ish? Yeah, I thought that same thing. Mm-hmm. And then his interactions with them, and then his interactions with his boss, and it just did not feel right. No. He's just... That that was my least favorite. He... Like I said, Ezra Miller, I... Like you said, fantastic actor. But... Not a Barry Allen. Like, I... Honestly, I see him as more of a Bart. Honestly, there's not a lot of movies that I've seen him in that I like. Like, I didn't like him in the the fucking Grindelwald Harry Potter movie. I liked him in The Perks of Being a Wallflower. Perks of Being a Wallflower, he was good in that. That's really the only thing I've seen. I've, yeah. That's really it, really. He, he I know, got I know. really well known from the movie called We Need to Talk About Kevin, but I haven't seen it. I haven't either. Like, I know he's done other movies and was probably done fantastic in those movies, and that's why I say he's a fantastic actor, but in this movie, it just flat. Yeah. Uh, not, well, not just this movie, just this character. The yeah. beginning of the movie took forever to... Uh, I take back my least favorite part. My least favorite part was his running. I still hate that. I can't. No. It just it looks stupid. I I don't know of anyone that runs like that. Well, I I think I think there's merit to what John said on the way back about that. Is that it made it a whole lot funnier when he lost his powers. But that's how he, he looked, ran in Justice League. Because he looked ridiculous. Because like he's like. Uh, Throwing his arms. It's like he was trying to be as flamboyant as possible. And No, he... Because I know he was... <clears throat> I want to say Ezra Miller was asked about that. Of why he ran the way that he did. Because they asked Grant Gustin the same thing. Why he ran in his way that he was running. Well, and for it, him, because he wasn't actually running. He had to make it look like he was running. Yeah. It's the same thing for... For Ezra Miller, he had to make it look like he was running, but also in the comic books, when you look at the Flash running, he's running like this. Like, yeah, his but, arms are out, but, and he just extended that out into, like, making it his own, and just... It looked like, you know, floppy jello arms. Yeah. Look, look I, I, as much as I hate to say it, because it sounds horrible, but it kind of looks like he's going, look, everybody, I'm gay. <laughs> and it's like, okay... That's great if you're gay, but yeah. Barry Allen isn't. Until they decide to make him. But yeah. if they if they done that, I would have got it. But he's still like Evan God, like Iris West. Whenever he was running like that, I was expecting him to 
I don't know, shoot off like a band of electricity. Kind of like what Grant and Grant Gustin does in like The Flash when he's yes. doing a discharge. He flings his Yeah, but out. at least he discharges into Iris West Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Not into his blanket. Well, no, they had children. <laughs> and grandchildren. But, uh, yeah, I won't, I will say his running was atrocious. And, and the Not movie, to be confused with the Red Lantern. And, and the movie just took forever to actually get going. It, it wasn't until the Keaton scenes that it actually started to get interesting. Actually, it wasn't even the Keaton scenes. The Keaton verse. There, okay, there we go. Yeah. Uh, for me, I, the movie started getting good... Uh, right around the time where Ben Affleck's Batman was having the talk with him about, you know, you know, there's nothing wrong with you that you need to fix. You know, you don't go back and you don't change the things because what happens to us makes us who we are. I'll be honest, that felt flat for me. Oh, of course it felt flat for you. I thought that was a good delivery because, I mean... He I actually felt like Bruce Wayne in that moment. Yeah. I don't think so, man. I'll... Everything I see of Bruce Wayne, the way he put that out there would not be how I feel Bruce Wayne would have put it out there. I'm sorry. And George Clooney nailed it? No, George Clooney was terrible, too. Val Kilmer nailed it? Val Kilmer was terrible. And Michael Keaton nailed it? Michael Keaton is just awesome. I mean, (laughs) come on. Yeah, he really did. And he still, still, it's like, no no time had passed at all. He, He still just... It felt like Batman. The first two Batman movies all over again. He had the Bruce Wayne charisma, but also kind of the gruffness. Yeah. And it just, I love that, you know, well, <laughs> we got Batman. For the record, I think this was a terrible idea. Yeah. <laughs> I liked the. We uh, got Batman. What could go wrong? When I think this is a terrible idea. Going to Russia and. They're dropping down below the plane or whatever, and he... You're tied to your suits. Where's yours? You're tied to your parachutes. <laughs> oh, where's yours? And he just gives that... That smirk. Shoom! And just, which, <laughs> yeah, oh, God, I love in, like, the animated anything Batman, and he just gives that, like, that... that snide smile. And he just... And they did the thing with the bat over the moon. Yeah. I will say this, the George, so George Clooney showing up at the end of the movie, I kind of figured that's what they were going to do. I knew that I mean, wasn't Ben Affleck on the phone. No, I, I knew no. it wasn't Ben Affleck. I was hoping it was Keaton, but it, it didn't I, sound like Keaton, so I was like, eh. I was hoping it was Keaton. I was like... It didn't even sound like George Clooney, though. It really didn't. But then when, like, they're, you know, <clears throat> pushing, I guess, news reporters out of the way and everything, and he's walk getting ready to you know see his face i'm like it's not keaton no this is not keaton and it's george clooney like no it's better than ben affleck i guess no i mean he makes a better bruce wayne yes definitely but that it looks like that version of batman slash bruce wayne Probably hasn't been Batman in a very long time. Yes, he, that's one of the things I don't like about him. He looks like he's just now 
Bruce Wayne. Yeah, so when he popped out of the car and I saw his face, I sank in my seat. I was like, oh, Jesus, no. <laughs> so wait, what you're saying is you wanted Batfleck. No, I wanted Bruce Keatman. Fleck. I wanted Keatman. <laughs> sounds, sounds weird. Batkeat. Whatever. <laughs> I wanted it to be Keaton, but it, yeah, I was... I, I think it would have been awesome if it was Christian Bale. That would have been awesome. <laughs> See, the problem is, like, that he... just That would have been a complete fucking loop. It would have been like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I can do you one better. Hmm. Patterson? I that, forgot about him. <laughs> that would have really been a loop. He would have been like, you're not Bruce Wayne. He'd be like, Yes, I am. He'd be like, no, I'm older than you. How is that possible? <laughs> Actually, no, they're... And, and that would have looped back to the current series. Yeah, I kind of forgot about Robert Pattinson. I wanted it to be the the Bruce Wayne from Titans. Oh, that, the the old Bruce? Yeah. Like, if there, I would have preferred it to be him over Christian Bale, because it, then at least it would have... You know, kind of tied in. You know, you'd think the other heroes might be there now. Yeah, I, it just it would have been a nice loop ooh. because it's like. It's, but that would mean that Michael Caine was Alfred. Yeah, Michael Caine. Michael Caine. So that would have been cool, Lucius Fox. But that wouldn't have made sense for the series as it is because. No. The series yeah, for the DCE, fell out to end well, I mean, the DCEU is disappearing. <clears throat> you know, it's, it's being written off, and now we're back to the DCU, so why tie into, hey, maybe the new guys are here, except for the fact that now they're not. <laughs> well, but they're all gone, too. They ended Titans. They're ending Doom Patrol. They ended the CW shows. They, that's why they were like, you know, oh, we'll just bring back in all the oldies, except for they brought back all of the not cool ones, except for Keaton. Exactly. Just realized that in credit scene, it was literally Barry Allen trying to explain quantum physics to a fish. No, Super Mermaid. Super Mermaid. Yeah. Super Maid. Super Mermaid. Merman. <laughs> Super Merman. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, but, I mean, what a waste of bringing in Jason Momoa. And Gal Gadot, man. Yeah, I mean... And, like, that whole opening sequence with Batfleck on that super cool bike, that played no part other than just giving Ben Affleck more screen time. It played literally no part. You did not need that. Barry Allen could have saved a hospital in Central City. They should have given that sick bike to Keaton. He didn't need it. He didn't need it. But, I mean... Ben Affleck needs cool gear. That's true. Because he can't pull he got, off... He has nothing else. <laughs> that I... Besides a bajillion kinds of money. I, I'm sorry. That's I, why I, he's I, in the movie. I, I, did, I did like the, the blue cowl. That was kind of a neat callback to old comics. But, I mean, again, that was an Easter egg. Yeah. I did like his car. But George Clooney, Bruce Wayne, also had that same car. I'm just saying I like the car. But it wasn't... The old Batmobile? Oh, my God. I, I want that. 
Yes. That was beautiful. I wish I could sleep in it. Yeah. That would have been awesome. I, I, one, I, another part that I did love is when 18-year-old Barry found out about why adult Barry went back in time. He didn't get pissed at him. Yeah. He didn't get pissed at him until he found out that he was going to reverse going back. Yeah. I did like the bat plane and how... Okay, maybe I didn't like the bat plane. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know what fell or why. But I, <laughs> I liked how the, uh, the cockpit stayed... Stayed specifically, upright. Specifically, his cockpit <laughs> yeah. stayed upright. And this, and the and plane else. spun around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking the same. Thing. I also really enjoyed how he had the like dual grappling hook come out of the front. Yeah. And pulled like an Empire Strikes Back kind of shit. Yep. Yeah. Around that mountain with the the Zod ships. Yeah. I also love how he trusted Barry completely. It's like, no, don't do that. It's shielded. Roger that. <laughs> Roger that. Got it. I'll take out this guy. He's not. Yes, yes. Kill that guy. Yes. Take out the big spaceman. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I did think he did a good job of showing turmoil in that moment. Like, coming to realize, you know, okay, this is not going to change no matter what we do. They're going to die. This is a fixed point. You know, the only way to fix the fixed point is to erase um, my correction in the first place. Yeah. And just, like, realizing that it has to be done and having the strength to do it, but also not wanting to let, you know, let people die. Yeah. That, I thought he did a really good job of showing. I did like, though... Because it shows that since he slightly fucked with the timeline, the timeline slightly fucked with him with George Clooney replacing Ben Affleck, him putting the can of tomato sauce instead of down on the lower shelf. On the top. Putting it up on the top. So that his his dad would look up to grab it. And, and I, thought, I thought Ron Livingston did a fantastic job. Uh, I, I loved him anyways. Because of office space, yeah, he he was amazing in that, and I was really really happy to see him in this one. He hasn't been in a lot of movies. He really hasn't. He needs to be in more movies. I agree. Something that we haven't touched on yet, and probably should, yeah. Supergirl. I absolutely. I, she, I thought she did great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought I thought she was fantastic. Well, she didn't she didn't fit the whole, you know, like superhero she, mold. Well, she didn't look like Supergirl from the comics. You know, no. Supergirl's typically blonde, but I felt like she really embodied the character that she was given super incredibly well. Yeah, she she did a fantastic job and I I thought she like, when they first announced her, I was like, oh, I mean, it is, like, it's supposed to be, like, a Flashpoint version of Supergirl. I was like, so, yeah, sure, why not have her have, like, short black hair? And she looked good in the suit. And it was really... The suit was simple, but did you... Like, not too simple. 
So I thought that was awesome. I'll have to, because I'll, I'll probably buy the movie when it comes out. Or at least, like, if it gets put onto, like, a platform, like... Uh, I'm sure it'll be not, on Max. Yeah, I was about to say, not HBO Max, but Max. They'll probably put it on there, but did you notice the des- there's a design on the S? Mm-hmm. Because when it did, like, a close-up shot after, uh, I think, after Zod had stabbed her, or it, it was a close-up shot of the S. You noticed that he kept, uh, st- like, literally stabbing the center of the S? Yes. Yeah. Just right, right where the solar plexus would be. Yeah. I guess that's where their heart is. Well, I mean, that's where our heart is. Yeah. Uh, well, it's a little bit to the left. Yeah. Slightly. It's about right here. Yeah, but I mean, he he went right about here. Yeah, he went right here, and you're still gonna hit a lot of major shit. <laughs> All I know is he just kept stabbing her in the booby. <laughs> <laughs> that's a terrible thing to do to a booby. But uh. I'm intrigued to see what kind of dis... It, it almost it, looked like it was a bedazzled S with a little loop at the bottom. Well, no, it looked it looked like there was, like, actual writing on the S. It looked like kind of like ruins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like how, how they have, like, sketched um, patterns to indicate things. It's like it was a hidden message. That's why I'm... I'm I would have to rewatch it and like look at it and be like, it, does it say anything? Is it supposed to be like the Kryptonian language? I would love to look at her chest again. <laughs> uh, I would be perfectly okay with that. <laughs> and I thought, honestly, when Zod told her that they had killed Clark, uh, he didn't say they killed him. They said they, he didn't they said survive. The infant yeah, didn't, didn't survive. survive. So essentially, they said they killed him. Uh, I but. He didn't word it that way. I legit thought she was... I didn't think he was going to kill her. I thought she was going to kill him. Yeah, I thought she was going to lose her shit. And she did lose her shit. Destroy him. The problem is, like, she was still new to her powers. And he had kind of... She wasn't new to her powers. She just was healing from the lack of sun. Yeah. If well, she... but think about it. On Krypton, they didn't have those powers. But she hadn't been on Krypton for a long time. She had been in that Russian prison. And technically, they had been on the planet long, well, getting the yellow sun longer than she had. That's what I'm saying, though. He'd had a chance to sort of develop, Yeah. you know, become acclimated to it. Yeah. And um, she, she was still figuring out, you know, how to release. Because, I mean... She didn't shoot laser beams until... She got like angry. Yes. Which I mean, you gotta figure that's I mean, pretty much the only reason why Clark was able to kill Zod <clears throat> was because he was still I mean, he's been on the planet for way longer than Zod. He's absorbed way more solar radi- radiation. He's more used to his abilities. And But the difference is he is very anti-killing. Yeah, but... And Zod... Damn. Yeah. Well, it wasn't, even, it wasn't even until when, uh, Zod decided to start offing people that Clark really got serious. Well, yeah. and even when... Uh, the Even when Supergirl, in this movie, 
started out. She was like, they're going to kill your people, not mine. I'm, I'm not your people. I'm, I'm Kryptonian. Yeah. So, I mean, she was pretty gruff at the start to begin with. But when she realized that he was the instigator... Right. Then she's like, you know, that's this is not what our people stand for. She was thinking, you know, okay, you're going to start war with him. That's your problem. Yeah. But when I, she's I like, like, he's murdering people for no reason. Then yeah, it's like, I felt like she had great character development in the short time that she was available. I would like for for them to bring her back as Supergirl. And I don't I don't even care if they bring her back because. The Supergirl that James Gunn said he's going to do, I feel like she's better than that. Because remember, his is going to be the dark, gritty, jaded one. And she kind of thrived as the exact opposite. She started jaded and yeah. went like, you know, oh, you know, maybe you are worth saving. I think, I think that was a... I think that was a middle finger to gun. Yeah. I think they were like, okay, you want to you wanna ditch our storylines? Here's your entire storyline. <laughs> Look at that. She's better. And, and just that brief time she was in the movie, which I thought was she was going to be in a lot longer than she was. Yeah. She very much was like, I like her. I don't want her to go away. If you were going to rate it from a one to a Zod. <laughs> I feel like we... Uh, Is Zod the best? We'll say ten to Zod. Ten being the best, Zod being the worst. Hold on. So ten to Batfleck. So Zod to ten. Yeah. Or Affleck to Keaton. Yes. Affleck to Keaton. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to give it a... See, this is a struggle. He wants to say Keaton because it's Keaton. <laughs> I want to say Keaton because Keaton was in it, but I'm, See, gonna, I'm, ha I'm, I'm honestly going to give it a Clooney. I knew he was going to fucking say that. It's probably like, what, a, a four. four. <laughs> oh, <that's weird. laughs> I was thinking that. I was like, oh, that's probably a four. The weird thing is, you thought he was going to give it a two, and the only reason that he gave it a two was because of Keaton. <laughs> well, for one, because Michael Keaton came back, and for two, because Michael Keaton said, I am Batman. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that we was... We discussed that while you That were was there. two out of the four. <laughs> the other two were the Batmobile and the Batplane. No, the Batmobile and the dog. <laughs> He excluded the Batplane. The Batplane was cool, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm in, when I say Batmobile, I'm including like all the Batgears. Bat <sighs> well, I'm going to give it a 10. But then I'm going to realize that there's some shit I can fix, so I'm going to go fuck with the timeline, and I'm going to come back, and I'm going to give it a 3. So that's like, what, a Val Kilmer? <laughs> no. 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 That's a Jim Carrey Riddler. No. No, that's a super cage. That's what that is. That's a super cage. <laughs> Fuck that. 
I would give it a... Like, fuck the guys! Because it likes to just yell randomly. For no fucking reason. I'd give it a Christian Bale. Is that six? It's a five. Huh. Boy, we did not rate this movie very highly. In fact, For instead of, like, actually reviewing the movie, we basically just bitched about it <laughs> for an hour. Well, I mean, we, we talked about key points in the movie. Yeah, you know, like the positives. And Michael Keaton and yeah, the Supergirl. Keaton, and the Keaton universe. Yeah. We stayed true to what was good in it. Yeah. Middle part. <laughs> <laughs> shitty, shitty beginning. Shitty ending. Even worse end Highly, credit. highly to recommend YouTubing Michael Keaton scenes. <laughs> yeah. Basically anything with Keaton in that movie was gold. He just, he nailed it. So as poorly as we rated it. Yeah. Would you recommend people to see it? I would recommend that people form their own opinions. So yes. You know, not, I, not everyone is going to have... I wouldn't go to the evening. I would, I would see like a matinee, a disc... I would go to a discounted theater. Or just wait until it streams. Yeah. If you have a streaming, that streaming platform. Service. Yeah. I mean, I would say to definitely see it. To make your own opinion of, like, is it actually good? Is it bad? Maybe, maybe there are like, people out there that like that version of Barry Allen. But they're wrong. <laughs> yeah. People are allowed to be wrong. <laughs> See, they their timeline got fucked. Yeah, clearly, they're uh, they're one of those other other noodles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I, see, we we know a guy who, if a movie gets bad reviews, he will refuse to see it. I am the opposite. I'm like, okay, if the reviews are bad, it means the movie's probably good because when movies get good reviews, it's like. Fuck that I just watch. Yeah. There's only a handful of movies that are actually that get good reviews. That are actually good. Yeah. And most of the movies that like we like, they're like, oh my god, that movie's terrible. Blah 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 blah. blah. And then we watch it, it's like I don't see the problem with it. Like, just really quick, I rewatched the Indiana Jones and Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Mm-hmm. Rewatching that? It's like, okay, I think I was a little bit too harsh on it. No. I still think it was... Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf? Shia LaBeouf? <laughs> Shitty LaBeouf, yes. I mean... I just, I just don't like the fact that Harrison Ford is like, no, no one can be Indian Jones but me. Just me. I just, that I, I don't like. I I felt like with Kingdom of the Crystal Skull they just they tried too hard. No, I, I liked the idea. They were taking the old uh not really myth because they actually did discover a crystal skull, but like the legend around the crystal skull and they kinda of just built into their own thing and having it be a interdimensional being. I'll be honest, I don't want anybody else's Indiana Jones. That's one of my big beefs with a lot of movies is switching well, the main character. Not, I hate that. No, not like 
replacing Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones. But like, you know, taking on <clears throat> him like passing the, the torch down. Like, but so they tried like, that. They tried that with, you know, the the young Indiana Jones Chronicles. That was not approved. But they tried. They, they did tried. not approve that message. <laughs> no, I saw really quick before I tell you to tell them to find us. Uh, no. No? No, don't give him time because then he can't dot. Okay. So, uh, real quick... <laughs> Good theory that I saw that someone said that should have happened. Short round should have been in Kingdom of Crystal Skull. It should have been short round, finding all this stuff out, and proclaiming that he is Indiana Jones, and then Harrison Ford's Indiana Jones goes out to find him, and they work together to solve the mystery of the Crystal Skull. Incidentally, the new Indiana Jones movie that's coming out, I also heard he is not in it. No, he is not. But Come. and then him going and passing it to Short Round, since Short Round never had an actual name, and giving the moniker "You're now Indiana Jones. You can keep it," because now I am Henry Jones Jr. I would go for that. Danny, where can they find us? <laughs> Everywhere. We're on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. You name it, we got it. Uh, and not just in this universe. Yes, in every multiverse. We are on every single noodle with all the spaghetti sauce. So the spaghetti sauce acts as lube. And if you didn't like our spaghetti, then you can message us at geekositypodcast at gmail. I already gave them the dot com. Oh, that's right, you did. Yeah. Man, what am I supposed to do now? Grow old. No, I'm working on that already. Dot com. <laughs> Random thought. I I just the fact that he already said he grew old. How many times has he done that? <laughs> A lot. <laughs>